When Father Strand and I last night found out we would be back in the sanctuary, both of us were much happier. And it's always nice to have a pastor and an associate who are not grumpy. So it's also nice to preach at a nice solid ambo in case the people of God don't like the homily, then you have some degree of cover. Today's gospel, we have John the Baptist out in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. It says that the whole Judean countryside and all Jerusalem come out to him and they are baptized by him as they acknowledge their sins. I've always thought that if you do not, need, if you do not recognize your need for redemption, then the gospel will mean nothing to you. When I think back upon my own life and the times, unfortunately the large swaths of my life, in which I had no interest in the gospel, I had no need for the gospel, the reason was not because I didn't find church entertaining or any of that. I really didn't care about that when I was young. But it was because I did not know that I stood in need of redemption. I was an arrogant teenager, right? And if you do not recognize your need for redemption, then you will have no time for the gospel. And I've recognized this in my own priesthood. It's funny, when I go to the little kids' classrooms at the school, they all recognize this. They have like that childhood innocence where they're like, yeah, we do bad things, we need Jesus. Then over time we lose this. As we get older, we develop the pride of life. We develop self-sufficiency. And our world feeds this upon it as well. And so we convince ourselves that we do not stand in need of redemption. Because what the gospel promises us, what the good news of the gospel is, is that eternal life is offered to us through the forgiveness of our sins by means of repentance. That's why when Jesus begins to preach the kingdom of God, he says, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Because the opportunity for eternal life is being placed before you. And so we have to recognize our own sinfulness in life. We have to recognize our need for the mercy of God. It's like St. Augustine said, all my hope, O Lord, is in your mercy. Because if we recognize our own sinfulness, then we recognize how majestic and glorious and transcendent the gospel is. Because we recognize that through the gospel and through the wounds of Christ, we can have a clean conscience. The burden of our sins which crush us can be removed. That's what Paul got so excited about in the New Testament. Because he recognized for the first time in human history since the fall, mankind had the opportunity to stand before God with a clean conscience. A conscience cleansed through the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul knew then the peace and the joy which one would have in having a clean conscience. It's the peace many of you have experienced when you go to confession. It's the peace which I also experienced when I was much younger and I went back to confession for the first time. It is serene and it is sublime because you can stand before God having your sins forgiven. And so we must ponder our own sinfulness so that we may ponder the goodness and the mercy of God and how wonderful the gospel is. I've been listening to a homily by St. Alphonsus, and he's talking about the virtue of hope. And it's interesting because St. Alphonsus, he says again and again and again that all of his hope is in Jesus Christ. And this is rather amazing because St. Alphonsus was a rather extraordinary individual. He was like a child prodigy as a lawyer. He passed the bar like 15. 
He was very, very holy. He was very, very smart. He was the bishop of the gods. And yet St. Alphonsus learned not to recognize nor rely upon his own gifts. He did not rely upon his own righteousness. All of his hope was in the Lord, and all of his hope was in the sacrifice of Christ. And so as we, in humility, recognize our own sinfulness, as we, in humility, recognize our own littleness, then we get to a place where our entire hope is on the mercy of God and on the sacred wounds of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we get to that place, we are able to receive the gospel with humility and with joy, and we're able to receive the promises of eternal life given through the gospel.